Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and this is the first of two end of 2017 specials. This is going to be the 10 worst movies of 2017. Worst <sighs> horror movies, specifically. I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. obvious if you're used to the show, but in case this is your first ever episode and you didn't, you didn't realise this was all horror movie related stuff, 10 worst <laughs> horror movies of 2017. Uh, we've we've ranked them, we've counted down, we came together, we debated over what the, the 10 worst was. Uh, all 10 of these were reviewed by us on this channel, or in this audio feed, this year, and we have decided what the 10 worst movies are. Tim, how are you feeling? Uh, not good, after being reminded of all of these. I concur, I concur. Um... <laughs> Here's a question. Do you think the worst of this year were better or worse than the worst of last year? Oh, these are de- these definitely have to be worse. Uh, uh-huh. Like, I I can't even really think of too much of what the worst ones last year were, but I'm pretty sure like at least half of these are going to stick with me for a while. Yep, yep. Uh, here, here's the funny thing. is The first thing we reviewed, actually, in 2017 <laughs> was a movie called It Watches, which is actually a 2016 movie. So obviously it was, wasn't in our 2016 worst list because we'd already done it at that point. And it can't make this list because it's not a 2017 movie. But I just wanted but, to point that out. That, that That is the worst thing we've ever reviewed. So I just wanted to mention it at the start of this, even though it's not eligible for this actual top 10. And it gets an honourable mention. It does. It does. <laughs> uh, it is worth mentioning. Uh, I, I seem to have to mention this every year, but it's, it's a constant problem uh, just with uh, classifying the year. Uh, so many movies, especially low-budget movies, get shown at festivals first, and sometimes they'll get shown at festivals like a good year in advance of when they get the public release, whether that public release is the theatre or just straight to VOD or whatever. Uh, so if you actually look up some of these movies on IMDb, it'll say 2016 next to the, the title. However, uh, we count public release as the year for the movie. That's just a rule we've always had. And if you click on the actual release date next to it, you'll see that all the releases for any of these movies will be at festivals and stuff until the public one, which will be sometime in 2017. So just in case you've seen it in IMDb, like, oh, but that said 2016. Uh, That's why. So, 10 worst movies of 2017. You ready, Timmy? Let's do this. (laughs) Are you ready for this journey through shit? Uh, as long as you hold my hand, I think I'm fine. So me and Tim are are traipsing through a shit river, holding <laughs> hands. Aww. Tim's holding his, his doll of the boy above his head. <laughs> Little Brahms. Which I, I don't remember much about last year's worst off list, but I do remember I argued the boy onto number 10 of the worst list, <laughs> despite the fact yeah. that Tim liked it. I, I think uh, I think we are a lot more in sync this year. I think last year I got sick of arguing. I was just like, fine, <laughs> whatever. Hey, if it makes you feel any better, Tim, I, I wouldn't. I, if the boy was this year compared to all these movies, I would not have argued the boy should be on the, the worst ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. These ten are worse. <laughs> so, well, eight of them are worse. Uh, so. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Without further ado, let's, let's do this, Tim. Number 10. Alright. Leatherface. Oh, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. 
This is ah. a weird one because because this is the worst of list and we actually get more passionate as we go because we hate them more as we go. Number yeah. 10 in this list is kind of weird because it was kind of fighting with another two, three movies and we kind of like ultimately just sort of picked it based on a few things. Uh, so we're not as passionately hate, hating this one. Yeah. But... Um, I, I think the, like, you know, we mentioned it before when we were talking about it off mic, but the, you know, the big thing for me with this was um, more of like the disappointment factor. Like, uh, I, I didn't think it was going to be great, but uh, I really liked uh, the director or at least, you know, like one of their other movies that they did. And, uh, you know, so I at least, you know, didn't have high hopes, but I thought, all right, well, it's probably not going to be a huge stinking pile of shit, uh, which unfortunately uh it was eventually it was yeah i i think there were some promising elements early on in the movie but on but it just yeah. it, it kind of threw a lot of it away that it, it was weird because you've got this really kind of likable actual main character the you know the, the nurse that kind of goes along for oh, the sure. ride yeah yeah and she's actually kind of likable and she's kind of relatable and everything just feels kind of awful because it's happening around her. And that may sound like a good thing for a horror movie, but it just it didn't feel right. It was more like yeah. she's more likable than she's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the movie has nowhere nowhere happy to go because of that. <laughs> but Yeah, no, she was definitely all right, but then uh, I felt like all the stuff with the, the family at the beginning was oh, yeah. like way over the top. And uh, also, again, by the way, like the, the premise of this movie is that we're supposed to think Leatherface before he becomes Leatherface is a likable normal person. No, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. ill-conceived. This is, uh, and I, I know it's not, but this feels like it's the tenth, uh, like Leatherface origin <laughs> movie that we've had. Like, I, I know it's only like you know the third or whatever but it feels like we've gone over this like so many times and like i'm just sick of it the what's so great about the first one is that it doesn't overly explain things it's just like you have this crazy family you know boom that's all you need and the more they try to explain it it just it's gets worse and worse i think worse as well is that i actually really like the last movie they did uh texas chainsaw yeah that that was a actually a pretty surprising like Oh hey, this is good, and I think because they weren't really trying to do anything like crazy or just reinvent have, something. Yeah, just try to have fun. That's yeah. all that movie was. It was stupid as it's, hell, but it was fun. It's really not that hard. All you need is like a dude running around chasing people down with a chainsaw, and the more like deep and intricate and like meaningful they try to make it, it just goes yeah. so off the mark. I, I think it's also telling that Texas Chainsaw. Probably my favorite of the sequels, honestly. Well, I mean, you could argue that two is better or whatever, but I think I think it's interesting that that's the only one out of the entire franchise where the family isn't like this forced element that's always there. That's true, yeah. So yeah. anyway, number nine Ooh. is Wish Upon. Oh boy! Mm, uh, Wish yes. Upon. Wish Upon, what? indeed. <laughs> I will say this. Of our worst of list, I think this would probably be the funnest one to watch. Like, I laughed a lot during this movie. Oh, yeah. But, this is why it's only number nine, because it's a terrible movie, but it is actually... It's got some funny moments. And also, I think we mentioned this a lot in the review, but uh, some of the cast members are actually people who we like, and they're very oh, likable. Because yeah, yeah. the main the main girl, the character, turns out to be an awful person as the movie goes on, but you actually kind of <laughs> yeah. like her by default, because I like the actress. 
but you know, so that's 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 a thing. Uh, the storyline is so stupid. It's so like uh, I I feel like nothing is ever really explained. It takes like a lot of leaps and bounds, and uh, <laughs> it's it's just so 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 stupid. But uh, again, if you're the kind of person that likes making fun of like really bad cheesy horror movies, hey, you'll probably get a lot of I'll laughs. S- I'll say this: this that, that, Wish Upon has the funniest ending scene. Yeah. <laughs> unintentionally so than any movie I may have ever seen before in my life. Yeah, I probably spent about the week after we watched it just showing that ending scene to people. We're like, all right, <laughs> you don't need to watch the whole movie, but let's just watch this last two minutes. Oh my god, uh, uh, so funny. <laughs> oh, and I still think of the uh, the the scene of two people bonding over their love of the multiverse uh, <laughs> still kind of cracks me up. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, how could I forget? <laughs> Number eight is oh Peelers. This, this is a uh, zombie movie set in a strip club. Yeah, uh, this movie reeks of like, hey, uh, we thought of a one sentence premise. Uh, let's make a movie. And then like they forget two days before <laughs> like that they had to like write a script and stuff. It's uh it, the storyline is really stupid. Uh, it's not shot well. It doesn't look good. It's uh, kind of gross. Do, do you know the funny thing is, is, is I feel like this could actually be a really fun movie with just the right script, a good cast. Oh yeah, you know, like I, I could see this being a fun, goofy, good time. And instead, all the actors have like zero charisma. Uh, the, the main, yep. the main uh, character, uh, the main stripper. I, mean, I can't remember her name. <laughs> of course, I can't. But yep. she, she like. You know, she just has no like emotion behind her face. It's it's surreal. Yeah. It's just a void uh, where anything else should be, and yeah, just like it's just, I don't know. Yeah, it does it, nothing with its premise. I feel like uh, zombies became like really popular in the early like two thousands, and then we got like a wave of these really shitty like one note zombie premise movies uh, mm-hmm. and then i feel like we kind of started going away from that uh and then we've actually been getting some like good zombie movies and then this was like the first time in a while where i was like uh, i hope we're not go- getting back to this like just shitty dumb Tim, like do you remember last year when we had train to basan like really high up on our best of list oh yeah it's phenomenal <laughs> yeah i remember that just want to point that out very well done. This is uh, this is no train to Busan. That's no, for it, sure. No, it is not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's also like I remember there's a mid credit scene in this because it, it remembered there was one female <laughs> character in the movie who we hadn't seen topless, so we had to have the post credit scene to have a topless scene with her mm-hmm. in it because of course we do. Uh, and I mean, I'm not someone. I mean, if you want to give me some pointlessly uh, toplessness in my horror movies, I'm kind of fine with it because it's kind of like almost just the silly trope of the genre at this point. But that yeah. just that just made me roll my eyes. Like, oh, we forgot to do this one actress. Let's just you know, <laughs> let's go back and have a, have a stripper scene, a, a stripper flashback to explain yeah. how she got a cop bike. Yeah. So, number seven, Arbor Demon. Uh, uh... You know, I applaud the effort to cast you know Busey in something. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say to try to find, to make like the definitive horror movie for Arbor Day. Uh, <laughs> it's you know, it, it's a holiday. It doesn't get a lot of love. Uh, it should have its own horror movie, but man, this uh, wasn't doing it any favors. Tim, 
Do you happen yeah. to know off the top of your head when Arbor Day is? A four twenty. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh, so, do you, do, you, do you know, actually? I remember being really just because that, that this one because some of these look really sort of out of nowhere cheaper movies that show up. Like they have this look to them right away where this is going to be terrible. This one didn't. This one actually looks like a movie. And I remember yeah. like at the start when you meet the couple and they're in their 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 sort of loft apartment and there's like these like shots of her taking photographs with her camera and there's all these pull focuses and stuff. I was like, oh, that looks kind of nice. Maybe this will be a good movie. Like you know, there was reason, there was technical uh, quality there to make yeah. me think, oh, maybe this actually could be good. And then we spend most of the movie in a tent with a stranger and like <laughs> like. I mean, again, this is the sort of thing where under the in the right hands, there's no reason why this couldn't end up being good. But you end up teasing a monster for most of the movie that you never see, and so, some bad acting here or there. Uh, ultimately, this just got really boring really fast. Because I think there's a moment uh, about maybe thirty minutes in where you realise this is going to be the rest of the movie, and your heart just kind of sinks because it was more interesting before we got here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of telling, like, I barely remember much about this. Like, I remember, uh, like you said, like a little bit of Jake Busey. I remember some tent stuff, some tree-ish looking demons, and that's about it. Oh, yeah, the ending's so bad. The ending's actually, it's, it's like, it starts off with a little bit of promise, and then most of it's just really boring and badly, like, written and paced. And then the final, like, ten minutes is what puts it into laughably bad territory. Yeah. That's right. I forgot it was all tree-based things. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. Number six is Jackals. Uh, uh, This one I was actually, like, kind of mildly excited for. Uh, I like the premise. Yeah, yeah, the premise, uh, it seemed all right. I, I thought it had, like, a decent trailer. And, uh, and actually, yeah, the, the idea is not too bad, but oof, it just really doesn't do anything with it. Uh, no. th- well, I mean, just the premise, just for, for, the, for, the, for the, the record here, it's uh, basically a home invasion movie where this family uh, hire a detective to like, kidnap their son back because their son joined a cult. But then all the cult members show up around their house in the middle of nowhere, all wearing these like scary rabbit masks and whatnot. Or jackal mass, more specifically, not rabbits. We know what I meant. <laughs> Big ears. No, it's because of the the bunny girl. There's like one female, one lady villain, and she is like a sexy bunny girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I was thinking bunny. But uh, yeah, honestly, this movie falls because the script does nothing with its premise. There's very little actual home invading ever happening, and they just stand outside. They don't do anything. And then on top of that, the acting across the board is pretty dreadful. Really bad acting, really stupid character choices, uh, and yeah, just it, it doesn't do anything like interesting or new or unexpected. It's um, yeah, it ends up just being kind of dull and feel like a bit of a wasted opportunity. I remember the ending just kind of feeling like, what really? It's just going to end this straightforward. Like there was no yeah. swerve, there was no nothing, there was no, oh maybe this will happen. No, it was just no. This is the most dullest way possible you could end this with little emotion, and that's yeah. that's what it was. So, all right Shame. then, number five, 
The Black Room. Oh. This oh, one has this a, one is atrocious. This one has an actor <laughs> in it, you'll know it. An, an actress specifically. Yeah. Natasha Hendricks. Hendricks? Hend- 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 Reach, I can't say that word. Uh, but she, she uh, is in this. You may know her from Species. It uh, was a big thing in the nineties. But she, she's popped up from here or there. Obviously, she's not doing as well. Otherwise, she wouldn't be in this piece of shit. But <laughs> this is, I think, supposed to be a black comedy uh, about a, a sex demon. Basically, they move into a house that's got a a secret door in the basement that kind of materializes, and it possesses the husband. And turns him into a perverted, horny person. <laughs> it turns him into Harvey I... Weinstein. Let's be honest. That's that's what's happening. <laughs> I couldn't have made that joke at the time because that hadn't happened yet. But I'm making it now. That's good. Okay. Uh, yeah. This is uh At the time watching this, I felt like ugh, like I. This is like really like creepy and like not. Like, uh, like obviously in horror, you know, we're used to kind of, you know, seeing like disgusting stuff. But you know, this is kind of that gross in a in a way that you really don't want to see. Oh, and, uh, so here's the thing, though. If they wanted to play it that way, and they wanted to play this was just this horrific guy, and he was like. I mean, I, I don't know if it's a good idea for a plot, honestly, but I mean, at least if it was taking itself seriously, whatever. But the guy's acting is so bad. But then the thing, oh, that, yeah. the thing that really gets me though is he keeps making these sexual innuendos and these like sort of really suggestive comments to not only has you know the guy's taken over his wife, but also every other woman they come in contact with. That yeah. no one ever reacts as if he's said anything weird or done something wrong. Oh, at least not yeah. for a lot of the movie. He keeps getting away with saying these weird things. Yeah, and it's very bizarre. I, I, it's a really bad. The, the acting though is like from from yeah. him, the husband who gets possessed. He is like beyond atrocious. It is insane how bad he is. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I think maybe like if you can get past kind of you know the gross, uh, you know, like creepy, uh, rapey vibe of it. Uh, it, it could be something maybe you could have fun making fun of because I, I do think like there were times uh, that I laugh at it. Kind of, it is laughably you know, bad, yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, other than that, it really doesn't have much going for it. I, I also, um, again, with some of these like bad movies, it, I kind of have trouble like remembering a lot of the finer details, but I do think I, I remember like a lot of the effects and stuff being pretty bad. Oh, yeah, the effects were really... Oh, yeah, there was some really bad effects. Oh, wasn't this the one that started with Lin Shay? She had like a cameo yeah, at the yeah. start in the flashback? Yeah. That had some really bad effects in that scene. I remember that. Yeah. Especially <laughs> that you think, oh, was Lin Shay like sex possessed as well <laughs> before before all the movie started? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't think it's like super offensive, mainly because it's just stupid enough that it never gets that uncomfortable but it's true but it's uh yeah it's just it's purely thought out and just about every honestly the episode of buffy the vampire sir the hit television show uh where buffy and riley get possessed into having lots and lots of sex was a better uh use of the the idea although that was still a pretty mediocre episode overall but better than this movie fair (laughs) all right we'll move on to number four (laughs) Don't knock twice. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, I want to like this because my, my girl Katie Sackhoff's in it from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I like her a lot, so you know, I want to like this. I do. I really do. I feel like that's like a weird theme in all, in a lot of these movies. Is it's like they always have like one or two people that you're like, oh, like 
Uh, I want to say like you almost you feel bad for them <laughs> for being in it. Like oh like I, I like this person. I wish they were in something else. Yeah no, and I get mm-hmm. it. Uh, this is just another pointless stupid supernatural movie with a ghost that has no rules things that happen that make no sense uh i remember like towards the end of the movie she's in a jail cell and she just like out of nowhere does this thing that makes the ghost show up to like take her somewhere and it's just like it's never explained it's never like set up that she knows how to do this yeah i think like the like I don't think it ever would have been good, but I think I was a little interested in it at the beginning when you know that it is talking more of like about like legendy kind of stuff, and you mm. think that oh yeah, there's going to be kind of like rules and stuff to it, but everything gets thrown out the window, like nothing makes sense, and then yeah, by the end, like stuff is happening just because you know they need to get somewhere or do something, and it's it, it feels very like poorly thought out and is is a pretty big mess of a movie i would say it's just a mess it makes no sense at the end of it i'm not even sure what the point was I... <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh dear uh number three is another uh crappy out of nowhere low budget uh supernatural movie called from a house on willow street Ugh. yeah i will uh... I, well, tim i will give you i will give you ten dollars Okay. <laughs> if you can actually tell me what the plot of this movie was, <laughs> uh, they they were like criminals, and they were were they trying to break into a house or were they trying to? No, they were trying. They, they, they kidnapped a, they a kid for a ransom. The house. Yeah, it was for right. ransom. They, they okay. wanted they wanted <laughs> the kid ransom money, and then the kids like, ah ha ha, this was a stupid mistake. Because I'm actually like a demon, I'm possessed or whatever. I'm evil. Oh right! right I can't right. remember. I can't remember what it turned out to actually be, but that was at least how it was set up. I honestly, this movie was so forgettable. Like I remember reviewing this like a, like a day after I watched it and struggling to actually tell you what happened in the second half of the movie. Yeah, I feel like this movie and like the last couple of movies, it's hard for me to remember the finer points of it, but. Like when I think about them, I can just like kind of picture these like images in my head that just kind of like <laughs> fuel me with hatred. Yeah, they, they spend like, a lot of the movie in, in like a factory with the girl, don't yeah. they? And like I, I can kind of like when I think about this movie, I can picture like the it, it's a, I don't know factory warehouse whatever. But yeah, like like I can picture the walls and kind of like pipes and chains and stuff, but. Yeah, if you ask me anything about the characters or some finer points of the plot, it's, I can barely regurgitate any of it. No, I remember struggling with this one right after I watched it. Like this, this one is yeah. so forgettable and hard to pay attention to. With that said, number two. <laughs> also, I think it's funny that number one and two are both movies that we actually had to go and see in the theatre. I just want to point that out. <laughs> number two is Rings. Oh. This oh is the, God! The, this is the third in the the US version of the Ring yeah. series, with uh, that <sighs> dude from a uh, Big Bang Theory in it. Yeah, uh, Mr. Bazinga himself, <laughs> but uh, no, he's not the one that says Bazinga. I know, but he is still not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I had to see this freaking movie twice, <laughs> which <laughs> ang- angers me. Uh, <laughs> I saw like a special screening preview, and then they delayed it, and so after like two months, I had to see yeah, it again. Yeah, because that's right. It was meant to be out in like November or October last year. Yeah, 
and it got pushed to like February. That's right. I remember that. Ugh. So you had uh, to see it again because it had been too long since you'd watched it to review. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but this is absolutely awful. Uh, again, like it's not doing anything. Like it it doesn't feel like a a ring movie. It feels like. You know, they're just taking the premise and trying to do a bunch of dumb, stupid stuff that, like, they don't need to do. Uh, and it, it goes in all these really crazy places. Again, uh, the characters have no character. They're yeah. very uninteresting, make stupid choices. And, of course, and- like, two-thirds of the plot is going to this town where the girl meta came from and, like, investigating the town and looking into the buildings and stuff. And creepy stuff happening as well. And, by the way... Yeah. The vast majority of the last like act of the movie could have been avoided if one character simply phoned the other one and like oh, asked yeah. where they were. <laughs> that, that that would literally have solved half the problems in the last chunk of that movie. I remember being very angry about that in the review. And and it I think it's absolutely crazy that there is a, a moment in there that they play up as a big like twist surprise reveal mm. at the end. But if you watch the trailer for it, they give you the reveal in the trailer it is insane to me yep 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 yep, yep. <laughs> bizarre so with that said timmy i guess we have to tell them what our number one is and for our number oh, one right. we have to go all the way back to the beginning of the year the very first movie we saw in the theater for screams after midnight in 2017 we started with this <laughs> it is the bye-bye man you know uh, i will say i i think this is actually like pretty special like i can't remember like a movie this bad that i like i went to the theaters to see in a really really long time like um and again you know we can talk about stuff like um you know uh house on will street or whatever like um you know being maybe yeah, technically flawed or, or whatever, and uh, but it it's different when you watch something like this where it's like, you know, oh, like this was in theaters. This had like a studio behind it and people that like wanted to release this out, and it's like, uh, you know, uh, I don't. Know, it's like shot like I don't want to say well, but it's like you know, shot with like good cameras and stuff. Like you can tell like. You know, it's got money like behind the stuff it, that's yeah. going on. It's yeah. coming from a studio, yeah. And it's just it's mind boggling how much of a mess this is. I I don't even know where to begin with the buyback. Like, <laughs> like I say, it's right at the start of the year. So again, luckily the minutia of it has been faded yeah. away in my brain. I don't have to remember most of it. But I remember the characters being stupid. I remember like a weird tangential. It was basically like you know in the room you have that scene in the shop where he goes to the, and he pats the dog and it's it's, yeah. it's a pointless scene, but it's there. Yeah. There's there's that in this movie where they, they go to the, the again it's like a, it's like a a florist I think, and it's like the gay guy who works at the florist and they they stand oh, right, and right. talk to him for like five minutes and it accomplishes nothing. <laughs> I I remember being like just confused by that and. There is so much like lore behind the Bye Bye Man oh, that God is damn. never explained. It's insane. Uh, he has a weird demon dog, and he shows you images of train tracks and all this kind of stuff that never. Not there's like 
it's, they don't even like try to hint or even at just any of this stuff. The fact that you can't say the the whole premise of the movie is that if you say his name, if you say the bye bye man, he will come for you. The bye bye man is not that weird a phrase that people won't say it by accident. This is silly. Yeah. This is just yeah. silly. In fact, do you remember? In fact, I just remember something that really pissed me off in this movie. <laughs> Someone Googles, I mean, not real Google, like the fake Google in the right. movie. Yeah. Someone Googles the phrase the bye bye man and it comes up with <laughs> zero results. Oh, yeah, that was insane. Like, there has to be, like, songs with that in the title or something that would come up or Or uh, just a lyric, just a verse and a, a song somewhere or, or something. Yeah. Or even just something that says, by man. Surely that would still show up oh, in the right, results. Yeah. I, I just, oh my god, this is... Like, in a weird way, I do kind of find it fascinating at how <laughs> incredibly bad this was. Uh, uh, and, and again, I feel like all the complaints we had about the other movies on the list it's like they're in this movie but times a thousand like yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah the worst of the worst in terms of acting in terms of like pointlessness in terms of like unexplained just rules out the window do whatever you want kind of stuff it, it is crazy um, i remember i was the only person in the theater watching this See, that you were lucky because I actually had many people in the theaters, mostly teenagers, and specifically, there were, like, teenagers with skateboards and basketballs <laughs> that were, like, bouncing them and rolling them in the theater. I remember, I remember this story, actually. Now you're bringing it up. I remember you telling me this at the start of the year. Uh, and I, I just... I, I, I remember because I was on my own, I didn't have to care about bothering anyone. So I remember just like groaning and like I was like sort of like sitting like in a really awkward way like this across the other yeah. seat and like no one's here, I don't care. Like they can come in and see me. And you know, every so often you'll get like a theatre employee who'll come in and, and just to check that no one's like recording the movie. Yeah. And I just love the idea that someone came into the theatre for this one shitty movie, saw me sitting there just like. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I will say one positive is I do like some of the like internet stuff that came out of this movie. Like, oh, uh, don't think it, don't say it, don't see it. <laughs> yeah, like like that was good. I think like someone had a meme where like they changed the title to like the pee pee poo poo man or something, which uh, kind of made me laugh. And then uh, like one of the biggest news stories of the year was uh, you know when the Babadook came out as a gay icon, and then you know people started saying that he was. You know, seeing the Bye Bye Man, uh, I thought that was a nice news story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you were following that, but <laughs> uh, I vaguely remember some stuff on Twitter about the 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 the, the LGBT community uh, embracing the Babadook. I don't know if I if I uh, understood understood it in any great capacity. I have to admit. So, I, th- I think it's actually kind of a funny story. Basically. Netflix. Is this how we're ending this top ten? With you telling me what the Babadook? I mean, go for it. It, go it, on, it's fine. It, it's the it's the best news story of 2017, in my opinion. But uh, Netflix accidentally put the Babadook under their like a uh, LGBTQ category. Uh, so as a joke, people started going like, "Oh, the Babadook, you know, my favorite, uh, you know, LGBT movie." And people are like, "Oh, the B stands for Babadook," and the, <laughs> you know. It kind of. <laughs> what does the L stand for, Leatherface? Oh, actually, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it it was just like a a mix up on Netflix, but then it kind of became a thing, and then 
for whatever reason, people kind of started pairing him up with, uh, you know, saying, oh, the, the Babadook is going off the bye-bye man, and they would have pictures of them holding hands. But when it came out, people started pairing Babadook up with Pennywise, and which uh, I think is kind of nice because I think Babadook could do better than the bye-bye man. Uh, I just like the idea that someone, when this first <laughs> happened, before people knew it was like a, the joke on the internet, yeah. That someone, you know, maybe you know, maybe a gay person or whatever, uh, was like browsing, and they, they go to that section, like, oh, yeah, I want to watch a movie with uh, like a gay theme or a gay character <laughs> in it, and they think, oh, Babadook, ba- a horror movie with a gay, oh, okay. I'll, I'll try this, and I love the idea of them watching the whole movie, try to guess who's gay. <laughs> Is it the kids? I guess it must be. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the Babadook? <laughs> Is this whole story... Because it's all about the, the, the whole thing's like a sort of analogy for the, the dad leaving. He died or whatever. Yeah. Like, if you're watching that thinking there's some sort of gay theme in there, is it the dad was gay and he left the mum to go be gay? Oh, maybe. <laughs> and that, that's <laughs> what it is instead. <laughs> that's why it was the vibrator scene. It's just, just to tell you that that's what she's missing <laughs> in life. I don't know. Um... Oh. I'm delighted. Actually, I'm glad you told me that, Tim. I'm glad I got the, yeah. the explanation as to why people are <laughs> gaining up the Babadook. Yeah. Well, I hope if, if they ever make a, a Babadook too, I hope they fully embrace that. <laughs> oh, did they pick Bye Bye Man as the, the, the partner because you could change it to B.I. B.I. Man? The Bye Bye Man? Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I didn't see anyone do that, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't put it past them. That's an idea for Photoshop, or or just take take one away and put sexual for the second word, the bisexual man. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and like all of this, like you know, the, all of this stuff is much, much, much better than the actual movie. Oh, of course, yeah, movies are absolutely <laughs> atrocious. One out of ten. Yeah. We start the first movie I saw, not even just for screams. The first movie I saw in the theater in twenty seventeen, I gave a one out of ten. That was the start of my movie going year. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we'll ever do it someday, but if we do like a, you know, worst of all time, like oh. from this show, uh, I, I think Bye Bye Man's definitely going to be up there. It's not number one, though. As we mentioned already, It Watch has is, is already got it beat. True. It Watch is I, the worst movie we have ever done. I, no question. I, I'm kind of torn because I really hate Green Inferno. <laughs> nah, because Green Inferno still looks like a movie. It watches as a zero out of ten. It watches yeah. has zero redeeming qualities of any kind. That's fair. I'll give you that. <laughs> so with that said, yeah. that is our ten worst movies of twenty seventeen. So by all means, let us know what your worst horror movies of uh, twenty seventeen are. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see uh, yeah what other people have if uh, there's anything different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know there's going to be some people with a hot takes they're going to come in and like say some of the obvious good movies of the year that they're the worst because of course yeah. they are of course that's what people do they want to give you a hot take yeah. oh well cool. anyway, your take in the fridge cool it down so, <laughs> so like and subscribe <laughs> all that stuff if you want to support the channel head over to patreon.com slash tv you can do that with a link in that in the description as well as some other useful links uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, hopefully better ones than the ones we listed here. And of course, we'll be back with our top 10 horror movies of 2017 in the next next uh, episode. So thank you once again. Keep watching scary movies, and we'll see you next time.